Hi, welcome to the PDYC podcast. The purpose-driven youth chapel of Calvary Baptist Church at Oraka is a youth ministry for young adults and the young at heart. Our mission is to exalt God in worship and raise exceptional leaders for the next generation. Join us as we dive into today's message and I know you'd be blessed. Now, listen to today's message. topic the enemy we fight the enemy we fight and and child of God you know there is the high potential that by now I'll start leading you to pray but on a very sincere note that's what, what I intend to do today I intend to help you see who you are dealing with when you say your enemy is the devil That's what I intend to do this afternoon. And I pray that I am able to do that. Amen. Amen. So, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 12. I'm reading the King James Version. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. I want you to take note of these things. It says against what? Principalities. In fact, let me do something. I want you to to turn to somebody. And we are going to read this together. Say, listen, step by step, okay? So look, get, talk to somebody. And say to the person, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places say to the person neighbor We wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities. Against powers. Against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Neighbor. You are dealing with principalities. You are dealing with powers. You are dealing with rulers of the darkness of this world. You are dealing against spiritual wickedness. You cannot do things the same way. And expect that you make an impact. Neighbor. After this afternoon. If by chance. You are light like the sons of Skiva. I pray for you that you will become like the Apostle Paul. That the devil will not look at you and say that Paul I know. Jesus I know. 
But you, who are you? I pray for you, my neighbor, that you will carry power. I pray for you, my neighbor, that you will operate with the power. My neighbor, there is power inside of you. The power that raised Christ from the dead is the same power at work in you. Neighbor, you carry the resurrection power. Neighbor, you carry the resurrection power. By this power, principalities would align. Powers would align. Rulers of the darkness of this world, they would align. Spiritual wickedness in high places, they would align. For your sake, in the name of Jesus, I prophesy over somebody that the grace to walk with audacity, the grace to operate with audacity, the grace to be a man, a woman, a power, and operate as such will come upon your head. I pray in the name of Jesus, you will discover what you carry, that you will not be intimidated at the sound of any noise, but you will say, I stand in the name of the Lord Jesus, and I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost, whatever is in the atmosphere, let it shut down, and it will shut down whatever has been declared as a wickedness. I shut it down, and it will shut down in the name of Jesus. I, I, I said I will not pray. I said I will not pray. I, I said I will not pray. Uh, See, the topic establishes a fact that as believers, number one, there is a fight we are engaged in. The Bible says what? The topic itself says what? The enemy we fight. So in other words, you are being told that you are fighting a fight or there is an enemy that you are fighting. I, I am not the one who said it. I didn't put the topic there. So the topic is telling you and I that there is an enemy that we fight. Number two, our fight is not with friends, but enemies. So number one, there is a fight we are engaged in. And that is life, the, the life for the believer is not necessarily a fanfare. You know, so many years ago when I was in the teen chapel, and then we were, we were doing a lot of warfare prayers. And then there's this lady in the church with us. And then she, she looked at me and, so forth, and she said, no, we're going home. We are close from prayer force or something. She didn't come for prayer force. Oh, so we're going home. We had gotten to Calvary 2020. Down there a little. Then she said, you see this thing that Pfizer, you people are doing and you are binding and losing the devil. Me, I don't like that all. So me, I will not go and start. So I am my somewhere. The devil is also his somewhere. And then I said to her, you are making a mistake. The day you said, Jesus Christ, be the Lord of my life. I accept you into my heart. That day was when you told the devil, I am an enemy to you. 
the day you accepted Christ is the day you made the enemy know that you are an enemy to him. So please, if you are in this room and you are saying that that's for me, you know, I, I don't do warfare prayer, so but me, baby, baby, my sister, one of these days, one of these days. <laughs> so we are fighting. There is a fight. Number two, our fight is not with friends, but enemies. Number three, these enemies are spiritual forces. Suggesting their operation is unseen. Spirits, we don't see spirits. So if you are fighting spirits, it means that what they are doing is behind the scenes. You don't necessarily see it. You don't see when they are throwing a spear to kill somebody. But all you hear is that, oh, and you see, oh, we, oh, die, oh, I'm sorry. So that is how the enemy we are dealing with operates. You don't see them. And that's why it is easy for people to do logical reasoning and say that this thing you are doing, it doesn't make sense. And say that this thing you are doing is a lie and a sham. But it cannot be a sham because anytime I say in the name of Jesus, I see something happen. But these enemies sometimes also operate through human beings. Can we quickly run to Ephesians chapter 2? All right. It says, I'm reading from here. It says, as for you, this is NIV. You were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air. Listen, he says, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. So spirits are at work where? In those who are what? Disobedient. So this is the kind of enemy you are fighting. You see, the topic says, the enemy we fight. So I want you to, I just want to try and paint a picture for you. To know the enemy you are dealing with. This understanding is extremely critical for what we are going to look at today. And I pray you will receive illumination for a victorious Christian life. Amen. It says that an enemy is a person. You see, the only way your enemy will give you a gift, broadly, is when that gift is supposed to do harm to you. Your enemy doesn't give you a gift because they have seen you. Hey, hey, Sister Gloria, it's been a long time since I saw you. In the mind of your enemy, hey, Gloria is still alive. I haven't seen her for about three months. I thought by now she's, I've been waiting for her obituary. Hey, they will wait for long. And you will go, you attend their funeral. But you will not cry. Who <laughs> You don't go to your enemies who now go and cry. What are you crying for? No. How many of you here today hear that for whatever reason, God has decided to bring an end to all this wickedness of the devil. And you start saying, oh God, why didn't he let the adventure go once more? How many of you? 
says, a person who is actively opposed or hostile to someone or something, that is your enemy. So anybody that is actively opposed to you or hostile to you is your enemy. It says, another definition says that a thing that harms or weakens something else, that is your enemy. They do what? They harm or weaken you. But I need you to note that an enemy is not only a human being, but can be a thing. So a sickness in your body can be an enemy. Anytime you are about the promotion exams is coming at work, then you alone, you get sick. By the time they have done with the exams, you are well. Hey. <laughs> it says, to fight is to take part. You know, you know that, that it's interesting. The word that they use is the word, we wrestle not. You know, initially I was looking for a wrestling video to come and play. You know, when, we're, when I used to watch wrestling, there is this Mexican guy, I've forgotten his name, um, Rey Mysterio. You mentioned it, eh? Who knows Rey Mysterio? He's always wearing a mask. Some short guy. Hey, when you think you have counted two, by the time the referee's hand is going down for three, he has lifted his shoulder. Rey Mysterio will beat you because he will frustrate you to the point where you are tired. So in a wrestling match, until they count three, you have not won. The person can be bleeding. But if the person is able to lift their shoulder, it means that I still have what it takes to fight. And the Bible says that for we wrestle not. So the Bible is making us know the kind of enemy we are dealing with. The devil doesn't go out because you prayed and you bound him. Who has escaped the temptation in this room before? Who? Temptation be bound. You knew that this was what to and somewhere, somehow, after you escaped it, and it came again. Who has? And then it came again. How many of you have prayed that that temptation should not come again? Can I announce to you? Stop praying that prayer. <laughs> Go to Matthew chapter 4 and read from verse 1 downwards. The temptation of Jesus. The Bible says that after Jesus finally rebuked him, read what it says. He says he left to come back another day. Oh, haven't you seen it? Oh, you can. It's Caleb, if you find that particular part, don't show me the whole thing, oh boss. Just that part. Project it. The Bible says that it's Matthew chapter 4. When you come down small, man, caught too much. When I saw it, I said, hey, even Jesus, the devil tempted him when he did not succeed. He left to come back. Now you, one time that you escaped, you think that you have escaped. Hey, he's coming with a better strategy. The enemy we fight doesn't know how to give up. But you, verse 11, then the devil liveth him, oh, liveth no cry. And behold, angels came and ministered unto him. But child of God, see, I need you to understand something. That the devil doesn't just come once and leave. So, but you see, the thing is that when he came and you escaped, he learned from you. Now he knows how, but you see, child of God, please, I need you to understand something. The person you are dealing with, you are calling an enemy. 
He doesn't give up. He comes back. But what the devil does is this. When he came and you won, he learns from you how you managed to defeat him. So he will come back next time with a strategy that you have not deployed yet. And so if you think that, oh, that day when they brought the money and I was able to resist it and I didn't take it. Next time when the money comes, you resist. Ah, you don't know. Next time he will not bring it to you like that. He will bring it and say it is a hamper. By the time you take it and you say it is a hamper, they will go into the, the company's code of conduct for the staff. And they will discover that you are not supposed to take hamper. It is tantamount to corruption. But then the devil, they are doing a party somewhere. Because what she has said. Now the big question is that, why do we have to fight if Christ has already won the battle? Now, how many of us agree that we are victorious in Christ? So if we are victorious in Christ, then why are we fighting? I said to people, the other day somebody, a man, an elderly man called me aside in Shia, she said, Pastor Shaibu, me patron, me patron, me new din komo kakra. Then I said, then I said, boss, meet ye. Me nyong kui, osi de, sa mo binding minding, wa binding and so still, it is a binding. That his friend is saying that they have, we have been leading them to bind and bind and bind. And still the thing keeps coming. When are they going to stop binding? Hasn't Jesus already finished the binding? And I said to him that there is what we call enforcement. The victory has been won, but the victory must be enforced. And that's what people don't understand. Ah, are in the traffic light. So why do the policemen sometimes stand there? What are they doing? Isn't there traffic light to make sure we stop? They, should leave, they shouldn't stand there and see what will happen. The policeman is simply doing what? Enforcing the law. To enforce means to compel observance of or compliance with. To cause something to happen by necessity or by force. So do you see the root of the warfare we are doing? The devil doesn't want us to have what it is we already have in Christ. So by force, we must take it. This is why I will start to jump the notes. You know what? Let me skip plenty. Go straight to the enemies we fight. Go all the way there. If not, I will not survive. Now, we are going to look at this scripture very carefully. You see... I need you to understand that the devil is very organized. Okay, I'm going to show you. He says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And then he goes on to say, what? Principalities. It mentions four things. Now, what are principalities? I think that that's what you need to know. 
The word principality, the Greek word is ake. And principalities, they are what? They are falling angels that work against God. Please understand. They are the highest ranking forces of darkness after the devil. So, so do you understand? So, if you have the devil at the top, the next level of demons are called what? Principalities. Please, I need you to follow me. So the Bible is saying that we wrestle not against what? Flesh and blood, but against principalities. That's number one. And they control, principalities basically control territories. Okay? They control territories. They are territorial demons. So when you go to the book of Daniel chapter 10 verse 13, it says that, but the prince of Persia, but the, but the prince of the Persian kingdom, resisted me 21 days. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. Now, do you understand? So these are principalities. They take territories. So when a principality is operating in a territory, they are the lawmakers in that territory. Do you understand me? Today, I said I didn't come to lead you to pray. Oh. So please listen and listen well. Because this would help you. So the next time when I come here, and I say we are dealing with principalities, you know what we are doing. It's not like you are just doing. So principalities control territories. And they make laws. And they determine what happens. What, you see, you know how principalities operate. So when they are in, let's say, let's assume they take the whole of, say, Adabraka or, or Akra. There's principality in charge. What they do simply is, for example, if they say, you know what? In the entire area of Adabraka, I want the people to be so corrupt with homosexuality and masturbation. It means that that is the dominant force that will rule. So listen, if you want to know the principality that is ruling an area, take your time and watch the place very well. And you will see the life of the people because that which you see is a reflection of the influence of the power in the place. Today I came to teach you. I didn't come to preach. I didn't come to pray. Can you open your Bibles to Zechariah chapter 5? Let me show you something that will amaze you. You know, can somebody get a, 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 a microphone to read for me? Will it work? Somebody. Thank you so much. Please laugh for her as she comes. Yes. Please start reading from verse 5. Zechariah chapter 5 from verse 5. I'm showing you something quickly. Thank you. Zechariah 5 verse 5. We are reading downwards. Yes. Then the angel that talked with me went forth and said unto me, Lift up now thy eyes and see what is this that goeth forth. And I said, What is it? 
And he said, this is an ephah that goeth forth. He said, moreover, this is their resemblance throughout all the earth. And behold, there was lifted up a talent of lead and of lead. And this is a woman that sitteth in, in the midst of the ephah. And he said, this is wickedness. And he cast it into the midst of the ephah. You know, sister, I, I like you, eh? You know, so that everybody will get the picture and I will not struggle. Use New Living Translation. It's the same thing. Thank you. So, no, so go back, go back to five. Thank you. Yeah. Then the angel who was talking with me came forward and said, look up and see what's coming. What is it? I asked. He replied, it is a basket for measuring grain and it is filled with the sins of everyone throughout the land. Then the heavy lead cover was lifted up the basket and there was a woman sitting inside it. There was a woman sitting inside it. The angel said, the woman's name is wickedness. And he pushed her back into the basket and closed the heavy lid again. Then I looked up and saw two women flying toward us, gliding on the wind. They had wings like a stalk, and they picked up the basket and flew into the sky. Where are they taking the basket? I asked the angel. He replied, to the land of Babylonia, where they will build a temple for the basket. And when the temple is ready, they will set the basket there on its pedestal. <laughs> do, do, do you see? They are taking a woman by the name Wickedness to Babylonia. You know, I, I am not a history student. But we all know that Babylonians were extremely wicked. They are level of wickedness. If God wants to really punish the Israelites, then you send the Babylonians. Then you know that Nibuofupa. So, you see, now what we are seeing, it says the angel said, we are creating a temple for this woman called wickedness in Babylon, where she will do what? She will rule. She's going to rule as a principality over the entire Babylon. So, Babylonians will be wicked and they'll do wicked things. That's how principalities operate. They are given riches and when they get the region, they take over. And the Bible said, we are doing what? We wrestle not against flesh and blood. But number one, but against what? Principalities. So do you see the kind of people you are dealing with? Please, let's go on. Because of the time. The rulers of the darkness of this world. There is a word, cosmocrato. It's also a Greek word though. It's not from my hometown. Says this amazing phrase is taken from the word cosmocrateros, and is a compound of the words cosmo and kratos. The word cosmos denotes order or arrangement, whereas the word kratos has to do with power, raw power. Thus, the compounded word cosmocrateros depicts raw power that has been harnessed and put into some kind of order. So it's not just power. It is power that is well-structured. It says, the word cosmocratos was at times used in picture, to picture military training camps where young men 
were assembled, trained, and turned into a mighty army. These young men were like a raw power when they fight, when they, when they, when they first arrived in the training camp. However, as the military training progressed and the new recruits were taught discipline and order, all that raw manpower was converted into an organized, disciplined army. So he says, what? You are wrestling against rulers. So the word, the Greek word they use there, they are trying to let you know that these are not just demons that have been picked though, but these are wicked demons that have been picked and they have been groomed and they have been taught what to do. So when they go out, they know exactly what they are going to do. They don't go and miss because they have been trained like soldiers. They take orders and they execute. That is what you and I, we are dealing with. And so sorry, I will be All you know is how to sleep. And when they say, you say, you want to sleep to catch a revelation. You want to sleep to dream a dream. You want to encounter angels like Jacob encountered angels. You have been dreaming and dreaming. And all you see are people chasing you. The enemy we fight shows up in your dream instead of an angel of the Lord. And he's chasing you. You dream and you see yourself sleeping with a man or a woman. And you say that you are sleeping for revelation. Keep sleeping. The enemy we fight. A third one, he says what? No, 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 sorry, I jumped one. He said powers. There was powers before rulers of... He says powers are spiritual beings with delegated or appointed to execute a certain influence over a region. They are powers. They are second in ranking after the principalities to rule over different areas or domains. Like the police officer has delegated power to operate by constitutional mandate within a certain scope. So do powers. Powers. They are, they are spiritual beings that have been given, that have been empowered to operate. You see, do you know that, you and I, we don't know, but do you know that there are some things police officers are not allowed to do? You don't know. See, if you really check very well, eh, the police officer cannot just catch you and stop you. Is he on duty? No, if you want, go and read the, their own, this thing. They cannot, but they are Overusing the power. Because you, two, you know you don't have license. When they catch you, you're not going to do law. All you do is, officer. And you are giving 100. You continue to give 100. Go and ask my wife. Me, if I'm wrong and you catch me, the 100, I won't give you. I will stay there with you for one hour. Hey, last time we were going somewhere, me and Jamal, we were going to the Volta region. And then they catch us. And the policeman said, Fabi Bibra, and now you be being a cop. So, officer, Africa, I make a cop, Pesci Canibio. A honor make corner, a Jumabia, and I make a cop, say, Menyesica, oh, yes, you are so Jinana Chame. We stood there when he got tired. That time I was alone. Then Jamal came out of the car. When Jamal came out, he looked at Jamal, he said, 
Eh, now your friend say, so your friend me, Jama. Then he smiled. Me pawasemo. Then I look, I, I was wondering what is on my face. Then he said, Oh, you would I said, Oh, if you my brother that. Then do you know the funny thing? He said, some years ago, when he was a young police officer, he was in Boku, my hometown. And the way, according to him, my people saw him, eh? He said, when they are going for duties, they usually will stop their big cars and they will give them money. But because it's by the roadside, they don't open to check the money. So when you give them, they put it, they just look at their, their mouth. They count the mouth. So not knowing what my people were doing was that if it is 10 CD one, they'll split it into two. And they'll fold it such that when you count it, it will look like 10 CD two. And then they'll put it in their pocket. So he said, ah, they did that. And by the end of that, because, oh, yes, you can. It would mean you can kind here. So they were pushing, pushing. That day they thought they had made sales. When they got, they closed and they went to open the thing. But when Jamal came, and Jamal is my brother, who is also coming from the same place, he said, Wumi Pawasem. When you are with Tunifo, what do you mean? Monko. Sometimes I'm wondering what is on my face. And then the fourth one. You are dealing with spiritual wickedness. So, powers is from the word exousia. Since I'm giving you the Greeks, I have to make sure I give you the, the Greeks so that it will be complete. So, principalities are number one. Powers are number two. What? Rulers of the darkness of this world. Number what? Three. And then number four. Spiritual wickedness in high places. Hey. So, poneria, that's the word. Poneria. And then when you have four Greek words, that, that, that person at the office who is worrying you, say you, you are poneria. So, the word wickedness is taken from the word poneros. And it is used to de depict Something that is bad, vile, malevolent, vicious, impious, and malignant, malignant, sorry. This tells us the ultimate aim of Satan's dark domain. These evil spirits are sent forth to afflict humanity in bad, vile, malevolent, and vicious ways. Satan uses these evil forces in his attacks against mankind. Nevertheless, we believers have far more authority and power than the devil and his forces. Amen. When you go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28, you see somebody saying, why should we fight? Because you know, Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 28. I'm not going to read it. You can read it later. But you discover that God gave us power. When God created, he said, let us make man in our own image and let them have dominion, power to rule. Dominion is the power to rule. So God gave us power to rule, but a lot of us, we are being ruled. 
The other day, a guy said he was working, his photographer, he was working in the night. And then he had something land on top of his, um, his house. Boom! What did he do? He quickly ran to his room. He was doing some work for an, a client. He left the work, ran to his room, take the, took the pillow, put it on his head. And he, he said, he just like straight, stiff. He won't move again. He switched and then he slept off till the next day. I said, when will that kind of thing come to my house? By the end of the day, two things will happen. One of two things. It is either they die or I die. You see, it's not arrogance. It is the fact that I know that I carry something. The devil knows how to I won't say this because it might sound tribalistic. But you know, there are some people that there is a tribe in Ghana. Eh? They don't have the strength, though. But all they'll keep doing is, oh, no, now. Oh, you know them. Me, I won't say, if you say, uh, me, I'll say you said. You know them. I don't want to give anybody ideas. Listen, that is how the devil will pray, so. Because if you understand that you have victory in Christ, there can be principalities. There can be powers. There can be rulers of the darkness of this world. There can be spiritual wickedness in high places. But you know that your place is in Christ. And so you know that you are victorious. Because you understand what the Bible says. Uh, that at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of things in heaven and in earth. Uh, and under the earth. Uh, and every tongue shall confess uh, that Jesus Christ, he is Lord. You see, you, you have this scripture. But do you know during the time of Moses, there was this scripture, Moses didn't, sorry, David. David didn't know. But do you know how David came against Goliath? David said, you come against me with your spears and your what? But I come against you in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. In the, see, the name of the, see, but we don't understand, eh? A lot of us, we just talk anyhow. But the name of Jesus carry power. And yet you don't know how to use the power. And so the slightest thing that will happen. You will turn and you will look somewhere. And you are afraid. But I came to speak to somebody. And let you know. That if David could bring down Goliath. In the name of the Lord. Then you can also bring down. Whatever it is. That has been assigned against you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Jesus. Ah. See, there is an enemy buffeting you. You must learn to begin to, to do things differently. I shall not die. In the name of Jesus, I shall not die. In the name of Jesus, I shall not die. I will not be poor. In the name of Jesus, I am exempted from whatever is plaguing my family. Ah, in the name. You see, when God sent the angel of death to Egypt, Goshen. Bible says that they were preserved because of the blood. Child of God, you don't understand this thing. You say you have the blood. You say you have the name of Jesus. And yet, 
you are always being put around and tossed around and walked over and intimidated by the devil and all you keep doing is saying God have mercy I pray for the day when you rise to your feet and you say enough of this nonsense enough of these things I understand that there are principalities I understand that there are powers I understand that there are rulers of the darkness of this world I understand that they are spiritual wickedness but I also know that at the mention of the name Jesus every knee shall bow I know that the knees in heaven will bow the knees on earth will bow the knees under the earth will bow therefore in the name of Jesus I declare whatever has risen bow I declare whatever is fighting shut down I declare every altar talking be silenced in the name of Jesus for the Bible says that the blood of Jesus speaketh better things than the blood of Abel therefore I stand in the blood and I declare let every voice speaking against me be silenced let every power rising against me shut down I speak now not as a man but as a spirit being and I declare whatever the center return to sender in the name of Jesus whatever it is I declare cancelled by the power of God child of God it doesn't matter what you are fighting he that is in us he that is in us is greater Christ in you Let me wrap this up. Listen, I've tried to let you see the enemy you fight, but I'm also letting you know who is fighting for you. But I need you to understand that your sleeping is not enough. No, in fact, your sleeping is not good. You are sleeping too much. Listen, tap, tap your friend. Tell, tell, tell your friend you are sleeping too much. You are sleeping too much. You are sleeping too much. You are talking too much. You are complaining too much. Too much. Ah, can I create a little confusion in this place? See, if you know somebody who has been complaining and the person is not sitting by you, choking is coming in. Get up to the person and say, you are complaining too much. For all you know, suspect. See, between Abba and uh, Una, there, there has to be some confession there. Because the two of them are always together. It is, I, I suspect there is something there. Una, is Abba complaining too much? Abba, is Una complaining too much? When chukun, chukun, chukun. Hey! Do you know somebody that's complaining too much? A question where you try. Who are sorry, see? 
Child of God. I need you to understand that you need to know what your level is. See, I'm, I'm, I'm just wrapping up for you here. The sons of Skiva. Do you remember what happened to them? I know this will sound very good and somebody will say, ah, in the name of Jesus, child of God, it's not everybody that has the capacity to deal with principalities. I beg you, I don't need to give you a suicidal message. Can you go to Jude chapter 1 verse 9? Quickly. Jude chapter, nine, chapter 1 verse 9. Yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the, about the body of Moses. Thus, bring against him a railing accusation, but said, the Lord rebuked thee. There are things where you don't handle. And the Lord said unto Satan, the Lord rebuked thee. Oh, Satan, even the Lord that hath chosen Jerusalem rebuked thee. Is not this a brand plugged out of the fire? Go. I've already talked about this. That this is when David said, you come against me and I come against you in the name of the Lord. Child of God, please go. We must understand that mere words don't defeat the enemy. This is where it is. Our lifestyles plays a major role. So you see, don't go and be sleeping around. And when you wake up and you are still in some lady's bed, some lady is still by your side. And you say, in the, name, in the name of what? In the name of some of you, eh? When you are praying and you know you are in sin, you must say, in the name of Satan. You are, you are in it. Which Jesus are you calling? The one that says that don't go and lie there. Because he's merciful. Because there is grace. I'm sure next week you'll be told about the weapons and you will discover that there is more to warfare than just I cast you out, I bind you. You cannot be living disobediently and expect to walk in victory or defeat the enemy. Obedience is key to enforcing the victory of Christ here on earth and in our lives. And then the question simply is, are you ready to pay the price for power? How many of you in this room want power? Or how many of you want to, in fact, operate in the power that you already have? If you are a believer. But how many of you want to pay the price? You know the thing, sometimes we think paying the price is um, staying in the church all day. But sometimes paying the price is the way you behave in the house. Sometimes paying the price is the things you say and you do. Because everybody knows that as for you, when the thing comes, you say it. So maybe the price you pay is that when the thing comes, you won't say it. 
Child of God, bow your head with me. I think today I've tried. I didn't turn it into a prayer meeting. God is good. Can you talk to God? In just like a minute. I've done the best I can to let you know the enemy you are fighting. Principalities. Powers. Rulers of the darkness of this world. Spiritual wickedness in high places. And I've tried to give you an idea of how these different demons with different rankings, how they operate. And I'm concluding by telling you that the way you are living your life counts. Are you willing to pay the price? Are you willing to make the sacrifice? Or you want to always just come and bind and loose? And yet nothing is happening. Is it possible that in that equation of binding and losing, character is missing? Talk to God. You don't know Jesus Christ. You are binding and losing. Continue. Pray. I trust that you have a fair idea of the enemy you are fighting. Ask God to help you. Thank you for listening to the PDYC podcast. We trust that this message has brought great transformation your way. Connect with us on our Instagram page that's at pdyc.cbc and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you get podcasts. At this point, we would want to give you a special opportunity to give your life to Jesus if you do not yet know Jesus Christ practically as your Savior and Lord. Say this heartfelt prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross to save me from distraction and from aborting my purpose on earth. Please come into my heart and reign as Lord and Savior from today. Wow, congratulations! If you said this prayer to the Lord from your heart, you are now a child of God and heaven rejoices over you today. You are invited to join us or any Bible-believing church so that you can grow strong in Jesus. For counseling or help, kindly call 0244-997760. PDYC, a shining light to the nations.